The following is another KKPR Sports presentation. KKPR Sports and 98.9 The Vibe present High School Wrestling. High School Wrestling is brought to you by the Vibe Sports Club. We'll take you live to all the action right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone. The first Saturday in January has us, as usual, in Amherst, home of so many wrestling individual and team championships, and it's the 2023 Amherst Wrestling Invitational as we get ready for the finals here momentarily. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Doug Duda joined again this year by Colin Pfeiffer, and we've let Fast Eddie Aarons hold up a wall over there. He's been great with our coverage here the last few years, but he, uh, he he's tired, Colin. He's, he's very tired. Yeah, oh, Fast Eddie. He's, oh, he, I see him all the time at wrestling tournaments, and he's always good for a good joke or two, and, mm -hmm. and it's always good to see him out here. Well, as usual, it's always a solid wrestling tournament here. 19 teams again this year are competing for individual championships, and I just know when I'm getting ready for this, you look at who won state titles last year, and they may not have even won the Amherst Invitational, and that is Plainview and Kennesaw, which we'll get to in a little bit here. We had uh, probably the match of the meet last year between uh, Plainview and Nick Keene of Kennesaw, and then they faced each other again at the state championship. There's sometimes, with a lot of this D and Amherst moving up to sea here lately, there's so many good matches that just because you lose here at Amherst doesn't mean that you won't be in the Parade of Champions next month. Yeah, and, and to, to hammer home your point about how tough this tournament is, uh, I was talking with another coach today, and, and he walked up to me and, and said, all right, let's keep track of how many champions from this tournament today win state titles in Omaha in February. And, and we kind of went through the brackets, and I think there's probably a legit shot that there's seven state champions here at this meet today that will wrestle for a state title in Omaha um, come February. So this has been a really competitive tournament as usual. Um, some really marquee matches here coming up that I'm really looking forward to. Going to talk about those in a minute as I did uh, some research here as we made it through the finals. We're rounding out the consolation. According to uh, any wrestle, Nebraska wrestle, there are five top-ranked wrestlers here today, three state champions from last year, more that were here last year that went on to Wentz State but were seniors and graduated. I mean, you've even got some folks that have just bumped up here. Uh, Braxton Hammond won 106 last year from Southern Valley. He's at 113. Tanner Fromm from Plainview won 145 last year. He's at 152. Aiden Cooster of New uh, Neely Oakdale uh, won 160 last year. He's at 170 pounds this year. Uh, like we said, Nick Keeney ranked number one at 132. He was the runner-up last year to Ashburn from Plainview, who he beat. They both went to the tiebreaker. They both went over time and eventually to the tiebreaker in both of those meets and there's going to be some good ones I know coming in uh, 113 132 look to be a couple of the uh, premier weights here today yeah 132 uh, in the finals here we got a rematch of of last year's state semifinal between Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley he was the eventual state champion 
He beat Sebastian Sauceda of Shelton 8-4 to four in the semifinals last year. Um, Sauceda wrestled Olsen, who was also a medalist at 106 in the semis, and Sauceda looked really, really tough. So I'm really looking forward to that match. Of course, we will have the championship and consolation matches going on in the final round, so there will be plenty of area wrestlers going in for third and fourth as well. Let's hear from some of our fine sponsors. We'll come back and let you know who's in the finals in a moment. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a happy new year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2023. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Happy New Year from Aurora Cooperative. Doug Judah, Colin Pfeiffer with you here from Amherst on KKPR-FM. Carney, Overton, Sumner, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Our finalists brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. At 106 pounds, Trax Trujillo from the Aurora Junior Varsity was one of the wrestlers drawn in, and he is in the finals against Micah Gerlach of Cambridge, who's ranked fifth in Class D. And these rankings that we give you will be in Class D, I believe, for everyone except for Amherst. At 113 pounds, it'll be the state champion at 106 last year, Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley. He's actually ranked second against the number three, Sebastian Saucida of Shelton. He's trying to become Shelton's first individual state champion since 1992. And uh, Colin had already told us a little bit about that. At 120 pounds, these two wrestlers saw a lot of each other in junior high, but uh, first meeting between Parker Schutz of Highline and Easton Malik of Amherst. And of all the semifinal matches I watched, Colin, it was Parker Schutz who was supposed to win. He was the number one seed, but he was trailing 10-1 to 1 at the end of the first period and got a big throw midway through the second period and ended up winning by pin. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the I – w- I would like to – dub that as the ryan jones effects <laughs> in in elwood there and and i guess highline now yep. uh, but but when you look at that match you know you look at the brackets today coming in um you look at parker shuts and in easton malik two freshmen were in january and there's a combined six losses so that that just goes to show you the level of those freshmen and and i'm really looking forward to to that one 
At 126 pounds, 10th ranked Dirk Sawyer of Cambridge against David Molina of Gibbon. At 100 and, and Gibbon would also be Class C, by the way. 132 pounds, the runner-up at state last year. Top-ranked Nick Keene of Kennesaw taking on number three, Jordan Mosel of Plainview. At 138 pounds, Kyler Mosel, Jordan's brother. They're twin brothers. They're both seniors. Kyler's ranked number one at 138. He's undefeated and will take on Jacob Corbett of Cambridge. Talking with the Cambridge coaches, most of these kids in the finals started a weight up and have all kind of the last since Christmas with the pound allowance, uh, the weight allowance that you now have, have been able to drop down, and uh, that's the case here with Corbett. He's ranked ninth in the state. At 145, Cole Broker, ranked number one at Southern Valley, is going to take on number seven, Adam Corbett of Cambridge. At 152 pounds, top-ranked Tanner Fromm of Plainview, who's undefeated in last year's 145-pound champ, will take on Christian Wick of Amherst. At 160 pounds, Hunter Perks of Cambridge will take on 6th-ranked Levi Drukey of Neely Oakdale. At 170 pounds, Aiden Cooster of Neely Oakdale, ranked number 2, won 160 pounds last year. He will take on number 5, Maddox Jones from Sumner, Eddieville Miller. At 182 pounds, this will be one of the very few where we have non-rated wrestlers, but both have kind of an interesting story. Cope Smith of Amherst comes through on the top side, and Roman Colbert of Gibbon, his first meet of the year, he is coming back from a football injury, and boy, Gibbon got so hammered with injuries in football this year, and he has just come back and uh, could be a great match there at 82, even though we're not talking about rated wrestlers. At 195 pounds, top-ranked Sid Miller of Anselmo Myrna will take on Brody Bogard, who's ranked 7th from Amherst. They haven't wrestled this year, but Miller took care of him a couple of times last year. Yeah, they wrestled in the finals here last year, uh, if I remember right, and uh, uh, Miller got the best of Bogard, and, and I'm really looking forward to that match. Uh, Brody last year coming into this meet was just coming back off an injury so he's fully healthy and and that should be a really good match. At 220 pounds Wyatt Anderson of Amherst ranked 8th will take on Tate Thornton of Anselmo Myrna and then at heavyweight 285 Xander Albin of Plainview ranked 5th will take on Drew Knitzer of Highline ranked 8th and I was talking to Drew's dad and, and Coach Jones as you said who'd come over from Maxwell now at Highline I said, well, where did Drew come from? I kept looking to see. I mean, I know that they had Snow as their heavyweight the last couple of years here. Where did Drew come from? Well, he had been injured both years. He got injured right before wrestling season started as a freshman. Last year was 18-7, and seven, ended up 18-9 because he had to forfeit out of the South Loop tournament where he uh, tore his ACL and didn't really get back until football season was already underway. And now uh, he gets his first chance at an Amherst title. Yeah, and if if you look at look at him, he definitely passes the eye test. He's a mountain of a man, um, but he definitely he definitely has has battled injuries. He's a junior and, and battled two injuries, like you said. And and I'm re- I'm looking forward to that match because that that's a Knitzer's a really athletic heavyweight. And Coach Boyer looked at me earlier, and and we had kind of talked about that match earlier this morning, and. And Coach Boyer from Plainview looked at me and goes, boy, I don't know if we're going to beat him. He's super athletic, and he is big. And, and, I, go and I told him, I go, yeah, he is big, but, you know, I, it is, it's one of those things where, you know, he's missed so much time where he's kind of behind. So that, that match should be really good. And those are our finalists brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Our competition will begin shortly here at the Amherst. 
Invitational. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. You can also read about this event and all other accomplishments on our Gibbon, Wood River, Shelton, and Centura students in the Clipper. We are proud of our schools and help celebrate success in the pages of the Clipper every week. Subscribe to the Clipper today. Visit clipperpubco.com. Like, follow, and share us on Facebook. We give away free picture downloads from our gallery. Our towns, our people. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to the Clipper. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith or Alex Heyer today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax. We've got you covered. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Our injury report here on the Vibe 98.9 is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Uh, trainer Scott Kratzer has looked at a few folks today. Our thoughts are out with the Ansley Litchfield wrestlers. Uh, without getting too deep into it, we did have to take a young man uh, to the hospital to get checked out here, and it was something that did not occur during one of the matches, uh, and Fredrickson got thrown into a wall from Kennesaw here today. Uh, he's okay. He came back and wrestled in his consolation match, but uh, it's a contact sport, and uh, again, uh, to uh, all those that aren't able to wrestle today, there's a couple rated wrestlers that aren't here today as well, so uh, you got to pick your spots. Yeah, that, that's uh, two years in a row at the Amherst Invite that we've had a kid um, leave not under his own power, um, so that's, you, you know, you hate to see that, and uh, and especially in a in a situation where at the you know with the kid today you know he he competed in his full match and then and then wasn't feeling well after the match and and had to be helped so yeah hopefully he's okay and, and can come back and compete this year our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. It will not be long till we get things going as uh, the dance team has done their thing, and uh, we will take a break and get closer to wrestling here on The Vibe. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. 
Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Bob here from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B, that's where we always go. Maps being wiped down and we'll be ready to go momentarily. Do want to let you know there's a lot of other things going on today. We have basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities. The Kearney Catholic girls defeated North Platte 49-31. North Platte now after the first quarter leading the Kearney Catholic boys by a score of 15-12. The Nebraska girls basketball showcase is continuing over at Kearney High School. Alma won the first game of the day, so they stay undefeated because they get Amherst Tuesday. Amherst in crazy game of runs, but in the end, O'Neill St. Mary's pulled away, scored the last 12 points, and won it 52-37. Shelton came back to beat Grand Island Central Catholic 36-34 in games that we had on ESPN. Kearney is scheduled to play Elkhorn North in the final game tonight at around 8.30. The UNK women beat Missouri Southern at home today 54-51, and in the men's game, Missouri Southern leading the Lopers 57-52 with nine minutes to go. Hastings College is playing at Northwestern of Iowa, and the Northwestern of Iowa women winning 58-53 in the men's game, 6.40 to go. It's 57-52 Northwestern of Iowa, and you can hear that on ESPN Hastings. Following that basketball on ESPN, we get into the NFL playoffs that are uh, underway, or not the playoffs, it's the final week of the regular season. It seems like playoffs, but the Chiefs right now, a 7-3 lead over the Raiders midway through the first Also today, the uh, UNL men beat Minnesota in overtime 81-79, and the Nebraska women shot 28% and lost a game that maybe they can't really afford to lose. 57-45 at Rutgers didn't go their way. UNK wrestling team dropped both of their matches today at the national duels. They fell in the consolation to Upper Iowa 21-14 and then tied Indianapolis 19-19 in the seventh-place match but lost on criteria so UNK wrestlers kind of in a place, Colin, they're not used to being eighth place. I mean, got clipped by an injury in the quarters and then uh, ended up going uh, two and three at the national duels. Yeah, I, I looked at the results yesterday from the national duels, and they kind of look like maybe they're not full strength. Um, and then they lost Hayden Prince yesterday in that duel against against Mary. And, and uh, so I... I the Lopers are a team that you don't want to see in March. Yep. Nothing, nothing's hurt by not wrestling well at the 
at the national duels. So I, I still expect UNK to put a really good product on the mat come come late February, early March. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Our finals at Amherst begin next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Doug Duda along with Colin Pfeiffer. We're ready to go. Trax Trujillo of the Aurora Junior Varsity taking on Micah Gerlock of Cambridge at 106. We've also got the 6 and 13 consolations going on. And uh, tell us a little bit about the 106-pound match here, Colin. Yeah, we got Micah Gerlock from Cambridge, who's a freshman. Uh, started the year out at 113. He's now down at 106. He's wrestled really good um, to this point down at 106. And I think he's probably a medal contender in Class D come February in Omaha. Uh, kind of in a unique situation here, wrestling a kid from Aurora JV, uh, Trax Trujillo, and and you know it's never good when Coach Dubas stops you this morning right away when you walk through the door because I was involved in the seating meeting and and says, hey, I just want to let you know uh, we got a kid coming in today that's O and O, but he's a transfer and that's why he's here, um, but he's really good. And I don't think he probably needs to be drawn in at 106 pounds. And so we gave him the last available seat at at, at uh, 106, and he ended up the eighth seed, and he beats the number one seed in the quarterfinals. And, and now he's up here 2 to nothing early in the first period uh, in the championship match. And winning both of those uh, matches in the quarters and semis in 30 and 40 seconds. Yeah, he, he's definitely tough. And, and we got the 113-pound final match here on the – on the mat as well and Saceda got to the takedown right away so he's up two to nothing on Hammond and again that's a rematch of last year's state semifinal at 106. So a great one there between the number two and three ranked wrestlers in the third place match at 106 we had a medical forfeit so Scoville who was the number one seed of SEM will take third over Ramirez of Gibbon who will take fourth here today. Yeah and and, and really that that results probably skewed I haven't looked real close but I'm guessing um the kid the young man from gibbon probably that's a medical forfeit due to a five match limit and not really an injury gerlock's looking for a chancery here but trujillo does come back on top and now he's going to take him to his back he's got one count looking for more yep now we're getting he's got two short time though will he survive five seconds we should get three near fall here and that's exactly what will happen It'll make the score 5-1 to one in favor of Trax Trujillo. 
Must have been a penalty point in there, huh? Yeah, I, I, I must have missed it. That must have been when I was looking at the 113-pound match. Um, but, yeah, I'm guessing there was, a, there was a locked hands or a full Nelson somewhere in here. And, and we go neutral here to start the second period. At 113 pounds, we're at the end of the first period. Sebastian Saucedo, Shelton, the 2-0 lead over Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley had the takedown. Both wearing the black uniforms, but Saucedo is going to get choice and take down here to begin the second period. Saucedo is going to try to get a switch here right away. Last year, Saucedo was a winner here, beating Tristan Olsen in the finals by a score of 3-1, to one, was undefeated at the time. Hammond tried to, tried to catch a half here, but it looks like maybe Saucedo is going to get an escape. Saucedo undefeated still this year at 15-0. Hammond 17-2. And, and the reason Hammond is the number one seed, you use the state championship yep. as criteria. Yeah, and, and actually uh, Hammond's two losses came opening weekend to two freshmen being a defending state champion. And, and at the Ravana invite, I was there, and, and he actually got beat. Uh, he was up at 120 and got beat by Easton Malik from Amherst, who's, who's wrestling in the finals here today. And then Cash Watson from Broken Bow beat him the next day. And, and, you know, those early tournaments in the year, those freshmen get drawn in, and, and it can be a tough draw at times. Well, right now, Trujillo of Aurora is in command. He started the period with a reversal on Gerlach. Gerlach at Cambridge got the escape, and now Trujillo has taken him down to the mat again towards the bottom. I always like to do the clock, so he's around 6 o'clock here. 40 seconds to go in the second period. Trujillo of Aurora leads at 9-2 in the 106 final. No change over here at 113. There was a flurry, but Hammond was able to break Saucita down. They go out of bounds and a restart. Saucita up 2-0 on bottom, 120 to go in the second. Sasita keeps reaching back here, and, and actually that time it's going to work. But, yeah, he gets the reversal, and then Hammond quick right back to his feet here. So 4-1 Sasita, neutral in the middle. And Sasita, from the times I've watched him, is not a high-scoring uh, wrestler usually in these kind of matches. He'll take you to 2-0, 3-1. Right. Beautiful duck under, though, there right to an inside trip and gets the takedown to extend his lead 6-1. to one. Both of these wrestlers are juniors here on the season. So a nice start here. 6-1 Saucita, 40 seconds to go in the second period. Back at 106, the second period has ended. And Trujillo with the 9-2 lead. It was actually a takedown. I think they went both neutral to start the uh, yes, second. Yes, they did. So it was a takedown, not a reversal. But it is still 9-2. And now Trujillo will choose bottom to start the third against Gerlach of Cambridge. Consolation, Matt, over on uh, Matt 3. Tristan Olson, wow, just got his second loss today. He was in the final here last year at 106 against Saucedo, who we just talked about. He's dominating Morgan Bunner of Clarkson Lee. 10 to nothing uh, with just a few seconds to go. Of course, Clarkson Lee, they're going to wrestle okay, but they're wearing their state championship football T-shirts around. It's okay. It's Heck, okay. yeah, I would, I would too. And, and 113 today um is was a really really good weight you know you had um angel rodriguez from cambridge was here and brunner and olsen and saceda and, and hammond you know and and angel rodriguez is is ranked eighth in the state and isn't going to medal at the at the amherst, amherst invite we're gonna have a restart end of the third period saceda is going to go neutral here with uh, Hammond, Hammond wants to wrestle on his feet, and Saucedo with an immediate takedown. He's absolutely dominating this match. Yeah, he, he looks really tough, and, and, you know, when you lose a match that maybe 
you know, a, a lot of people probably thought Sauceda would win last year. I mean, he probably should have been the 106-pound state champion. So there might there might be, you know, a, a little bit of revenge factor here in this match. And Sauceda, yeah, he's hit a duck under it that was really nice, and then just a throw by there on the edge for another takedown. So 8-1 to one and, and, and firm control here. But as we've seen earlier at 120 pounds, things can flip in a hurry, and that's why the sport of wrestling is so awesome. Yeah. We were talking about that Thursday night at our Carney High duel. You can't kick a 25-point field goal in football. You can't throw in a half quarter for 50 in the NBA, but you can be down 14 to nothing and nail a twister or something in wrestling, and the whole place erupts. We are going to get a penalty point here assessed in the Saucita match against Sebastian, and Braxton Hammond will get the point still down 8-2 to two on a restart. He is on bottom now. Yep, and in our, in our 120 pounds finals match is going over here on Matt three, and Malik looking for a takedown on the edge, but they're going to go out of bounds. So uh, all three mats now the championship. Easton Malik of Amherst, Parker Shuts of Highline, Shuts 21 and one, Malik 15 and five. Both are freshmen, and again Malik in on a single leg. Back <laughs> over here, finally we get some action from uh, Braxton Hammond. He's going to get a takedown. Oh, and Goodlock just gets a chancery. There's nine seconds left. It's probably not going to be enough. Maybe oh, he might get the fall here. Against Trujillo. Oh, no, Trujillo's going to get off his back. Woo! There it was. That Went was for close. the home run. And Gerlach got the three near fall, but it will be Trax Trujillo of the Aurora JV winning it by a score of 10-5. to five. And, again, another teaching moment. Yes. Back over here to the 120-pound match. Shuts of Highline is going to get the takedown over Malik of Amherst. No, Ma- Malik, Malik got Oops. the takedown. Okay. Malik's got the takedown, 2 to nothing. I think they just don't have it right on the track over there. So uh, Malik gets the takedown. Now back over here, 8-4 to four with 40 seconds to go. Sasita leading Hammond at the 113-pound final on the edge of the mat here. And Sasita on bottom, no stalls, so he can kind of do what he wants to right now because he's probably not going to get turned by Hammond. No, I, 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 would, I would venture to guess not. Um, kind of ironic this match is 8-4, to four though, right now. North Platte leading Kearney Catholic 38-22 half on ESPN. Yeah, 8-4. What was it last year? 8-4. <laughs> and uh, Sauceda just got a reversal to make it 10-4. It looks like that might be how things end as we're down to 12 seconds to go. Keeping his hips up, circling, trying to roll through here is Hammond, but it's not going to happen. And Sebastian Saucida of Shelton, he won it at 106 last year. He wins it at 113 this year by a score of 10 to 4 over the defending state champion Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley. And there you go, well, points on the board for Shelton. Need to look at the team scores. I have failed to bring that to you as of yet. Uh, back over there at 120. Looks like we may have some issues on track. Uh, well, so they're trying to get that fixed over there. Either at the that table. or that, they might have had blood time to their. So nonetheless, 38 seconds to go. Let's take a look at those team scores. Uh, as I want to say usual, but it hasn't happened every time. Amherst is back on top, and it does appear that Amherst has got things well in hand here today. 179 points for Amherst. Cambridge, 137.5. Plainview, 116.5. 
and Selma Myrna 114, Southern Valley 93. Neely Oakdale is sixth with 89 and a half. Highline is seventh with 84 and a half. Gibbons 79 and a half. SEM 60 and Clarkson Lee 10th with 52. Then it's South Loop, Shelton, Kennesaw, Ansley, Litchfield, and Overton uh, rounding out the top 15 here at Amherst. So we've got more matches going on, a couple of third-place matches, and Malik now, after the takedown, is going to get a tilt for two near fall, and he is going to lead Parker Schutz of Highline 4 to nothing at the end of the first period, and we're going to be back with more action in a moment. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Gillespie Ag Service and Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer back with you here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Aurora, and the World Wide Web at newschannelnebraska.com. What do we got going on right now, Colin, at the 120-pounders? Yeah, uh, Schutz is looking for a reversal here, and he's going to get it to make the match 4-2. to two. And, and actually, Parker's got a twin brother that's not wrestling here today. Uh, he got hurt Thursday night in their duel and sounded like he'll be back next week. Just kind of a minor tweak that they wanted to hold him out today. And, and you know, I, I mentioned that these two freshmen have a combined six losses, but between him and his twin brother, they have a combined four losses. <laughs> and, of course, their their older brother, Connor Schutz, was a state champion for Highline, so so there's some good bloodlines there. The 113-pound consolation match ended up going to Tristan Olson of Anselmo Myrna, 10 to nothing over Bunner of Clarkson Lee. You've got two third-place matches going on right now at 120 pounds. Mitchell Stritt of Southwest, a 10 nothing lead over Bo Brennan of South Loop as they start the third period. And at 126 pounds, Chase Beitler of Highline, a 4-1 lead over Chase Hamilton of Southern Valley as they go to the third period as well. Got some scrambling going on over here as time expires in the second period of the 120-pound championship, but nobody could get more points out of the deal, and it is Malik of Amherst, a 4-2 lead. Over Schutz and sh- of Highline. Schutz is choice here, and he's going to go bottom. Which is a smart move. You're down 4-2. to two. You either get the escape and the takedown wins it, or you get a reversal and it ties it. And Malik chose top in the Malik, second Malik, period, right? But Malik is really tough yep. on top, and that's how he beat Hammond earlier in the year is he actually tilted him for two. Amherst wrestlers are about as good as anybody at this level, and C&D you hear it all the time how tough they are on top. 
Sometimes you're wondering why they're not cutting them in the third yeah, period. And, they're and behind, but look out. Shuts just tried a little roll, and he, yeah, and he's going to get the reversal to tie this match at four. So it's 4-4 with a minute 40 to go in the match here at 120 pounds. Shuts of Highline and Malik of Amherst. And here in the consolation at 120, Strid of Southwest will come away with a 12 to nothing victory. He'll take third. We got a little scramble situation down here in the championship match. Malik's back in on a leg, looking to get a reversal here. Still nothing awarded Shuts by our official Tony Cordova. Got an ankle still here. This might get stopped for potentially dangerous. Well, Shuts kind of gets back in control here a little bit. 4-4, Shuts is on top. Um, 50 seconds to go. Malik should get an escape here, but you don't want to be in this position with Shuts. Comes to his and, feet now and on a double leg, isn't he? And that, that might just be a, you know, a, a freshman there not taking his one to give himself the lead. He dove right back in on the legs before he got his one, and Schutz is still in control here. 30 seconds to go. Still tied. No points awarded. Both coaches coaching up right here. Malik's got the best chance to get a point. 15 seconds. We got a Schutz hanging on the leg now. And we got a pin in the 126-pound final. Sayer of, of Cambridge gets a fall, and Mallet gets the reversal with three seconds left. He's going to win it 6-4. 32-pound final between Keene and Mosul just getting started. Mosul's in on the legs and gets an early takedown. Sawyer was up 4-2, to a couple of takedowns and escapes. Didn't take him long to bring home the championship there right. at 126, just one minute. And now Keene's got a banana split and gets the fall. Yeah, if you were in Vegas, quickest championship match, that would have been my bet right there, Nicholas Keene. Yeah, Keene has, Keen has looked tough this year, and he, he looks like a man on a mission. 35 seconds for Nicholas Keene here. He is a 32-pounder champion, and then Sawyer from Cambridge wins 126. That didn't take long. Yeah, now we're on the, we're on the final match at 138 here between Corbett, Corbett and Kyler Mosul. So plain view against Cambridge and we're going to have some uh, consolation action over here between Jarrett Wells of Myrna and Trevor Schroeder of Amherst, and Wells has already got him on his back, trying to get a pin in the 132-pound third-place match, and he's going to get it. So Jarrett Wells of Anselmo Myrna takes third at 132 pounds. Yeah, some quick Mo- pins here. Yeah, Mojo gets an early takedown here over Corbett at 138 to take the lead, and 145-pound consolation between... Uh, Tice Porter of Anselmo Myrna and Kale Tobenheim of Amherst is in action, and we're about 30 seconds left here in the first period. In the 126-pound third-place match, it was Beitler of Highline falling to Hamilton of Southern Valley. Southern Valley winning it in a pin in 420. So we had some real quick matches there after the nice shuts Malik in the Hammond-Sauceda matchup. So tracks for heel of Aurora, 10-5 over Micah Gerlach of Cambridge. Sebastian Saucita 10-4 over Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley. Easton Malik with the reversal late for a 6-4 win over Parker Schutz of Highline. Dirk Sawyer of Cambridge able to get the pin in one minute. 
over David Molina of Gibbon and then Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw pin in 35 seconds over Jordan Mosel of Plainview. You're listening to High School Wrestling brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. More from the Amherst Invite next. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, McKenzie, at 308-234-2222. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company securities and services offered through FBLA Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Family owned and operated for 30 years, Holdridge Irrigation is here to help you with any of your irrigation needs. Our four locations can compete with any other irrigation company in sales and service. Holdridge, Lexington, Alden, and Ravenna all have incredible stores where you can get any rinky pivot part and talk to some amazing people. Stop by and meet the family anytime between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. For more information, check us out at holdridgeirrigation.com or give us a call at 308-995-4000 to schedule an appointment for a quote on a new rinky pivot. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Don't miss the 45th annual Used Boat Show at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. January 7th through the 14th are the best eight days to buy new to you. These used boats are fully serviced, detailed, and are Buzz's certified. You can buy with confidence. During the Used Boat Show, special show pricing, pro shop discounts, giveaways, and more. Buzz's Marine's 45th annual Used Boat Show, January 7th through the 14th. Open extra hours Sunday and Monday. Learn more at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. And we get back to action here at 138 pounds just as we return from break. Kyler Mosel of uh, Plainview is able to defeat Jacob Corbett of Cambridge. And he's able to get the pin here in 3.30. So Plainview picking up more points here. Of course, ranked number one. That's the way it was supposed to go over number nine, Jacob Corbett. Now Jacob's brother, Adam, will be taking on Cole Broker of Southern Valley, ranked number one at 145 pounds, and they're up here on mat number two. So we're in a run here, Colin, of a lot of uh, number one wrestlers. Nick Keen, Kyler Mosel, Cole Broker, and then Tanner Fromm will be up next. Yeah, and shortly after those guys, you get Aiden Kuster, who uh, is a phenomenal football player as well. Yeah, I may have heard of him, folks. May have, may have heard of Aiden Kuster. Uh, Neely Oakdale had a pretty darn good year as well. Got a couple of them that made it to the state finals. Clarkson Lee winning at Neely Oakdale, of course, uh, playing some great football. And then Sid Miller from Anselmo Myrna later on at, uh, is ranked number one. Let's yep. update you on some third-place matches. It is Tice Porter of Anselmo Myrna leading Kale Tobenheim of Amherst by a score of 2 to nothing, And they're in the third period early. And they're just getting underway between Caden Colfell of Myrna and Ben McGee of Amherst at 160. We told you about Wells of Anselmo Myrna taking a 132-pound third-place match. Yeah, and in here in the 145-pound championship match, Broker gets a takedown right away, right to right to Corbett's back, and and has a five-nothing lead with about a minute here to go. Corbett's able to 
get out of trouble, get off the mat. We'll get a restart, but yeah. Quick 5-0 lead here for Cole Broker of Southern Valley. 12-0 against 18-2, 12 anymore. Not that many matches at this point in the season. No, it's really not. And Tobenheim looking for a reversal here. Almost a reversal to the back and then unable to get it done. 50 seconds to go. Amherst coaches trying to coach him up. We're kind of almost in a stalemate position here, aren't we, Colin? Yeah, we're, we're close here. Either that or Tavenheim needs to bail before he's going to give up some back points here. Four to one. Porter uh, and Selma Myrna again at 145. Got knocked off earlier. He's 22 and two. Yeah, and, and he got beat by Broker of Southern Valley in yep. the semis, so. And it looks like Staying in control here will be Porter. He's picked up that reversal, and he's going to take a 6-1 to lead and come away with the third-place medal here at 145 pounds. Over at 160, Mickey of Amherst, a 2-1 lead over Kofel as we get the second period underway, the traditional takedown escape. You're listening to the Amherst Wrestling Invite. After that quick 5-0 start by Cole Broker of Southern Valley, just rides out Adam Corbett of Cambridge for the final minute. Senior Corbett, 18-2. and two. Senior Broker, 12-0. and 0. And to start the second period, Broker is going to take down. Try and yeah, pick up some immediate points. Looking for a reversal here on the edge, and Ooh, he's wow. going to get it. Wow, that Stends was Extends his lead to 7 nice. to nothing. So in control here is Cole Broker. Up next will be Tanner Fromm of Plainview, a state champion last year against Christian Wick of Amherst. Just take a look at some of these results from last year and all the guys that are back this year and doing real good. I mean, Dirk Sawyer, he finished fourth here last year at 120. He comes through and just dominates 126 this year. Yeah, he had no troubles today at all. And he hasn't had much trouble at all this year. And McGee down here on mat three looking for the fall and is going to get it to pick up third place. So a third place medal here at 160 for Amherst. You know, you talk about Jordan Mosel. Uh, he finished second here today to Nick Keene. He was second last year to Carter Van Pelt of Southwest at 126 pounds. And as we said, Keene won it here last year over Scout Oshburn, who ended up being a three-timer, didn't he, Colin? Yes, he was and, a three-time state champion. So last year, a two-time champion beat him here, and then Scout beat Nick in the state final last year. And uh, Nick is just rocking and rolling right now with 27 wins on the season. Looking great. Yeah, Broker here, I'm just watching this 145-pound match, and Broker's really unorthodox and, and uses his legs really well and, and flipping hips and and just a really hard style to wrestle. Just kind of continuing on with some of the things we were talking about. Kyler Mosel wins Amherst for the second year in a row. He was the 138-pound champion now two years in a row. And then you go to 145, Tanner Fromm, who's coming up next, undefeated, number one at 152, won 145 pounds last year. Well, Quentin Frank beat him here last year. That just isn't how it happened down in Omaha. Yeah, well, and, and Frank was in Class C, so they didn't see well, each yeah. other down in Omaha. But, but uh, yeah, Frank and, and Frank was a finalist in Class C. So that's not like that was a bad loss. No, just guys, two guys walking to the Parade of Champions going against each other here in Amherst. As always, some good, good wrestling. Let's update you on where we're at. Uh, we're going to come to the end of the second period here. No scoring. Uh, 
after the reversal by Broker. So 7 to nothing over Corbett of Cambridge. Corbett decides to go neutral here to start the third, knowing that he's going to have to get a toss here to have any chance. Yeah, and, and he's looking for it. Broker, just a nice little leg sweep. Takes him down, extends the lead to 9 to nothing. Consolation match at 170 pounds. Dylan Pushki of Overton and Creighton Rockefeller of Gibbon. 170 wasn't a bad weight class either. Uh, when you have Cooster and Maddox Jones of SEM coming up, but these guys were scoreless through the first period. And over on Matt one, it is four to three now. Ty Stanton has just picked up two for Cambridge over Jaden Wells of Anselmo Myrna as he gets out of there with the reversal. But Wells trying to counter here. Wells 20 and six, Stanton 18 and four. I mean, these guys are wrestling for third place. Yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show you how tough this Amherst invite is and, you know, and you get Plainview and Neely Oakdale who travel down here from a ways away and talk to both coaches, and they're like, you know, we got to come to this tournament and, and see the Cambridges and the Southern Valleys and, and the Overtons, and, you know, and, and, you know, they like to come see Amherst as well. So, 19 teams on hand. Amherst will win the title. They currently have 183 points to Cambridge's 143.5, and Summer Myrna 123, Plainview 116.5. And, and again, Brokers just kind of. He's, he hasn't really even been close to a pin since the opening takedown to the back. Yeah, and, and Wells from Insomma Myrna here is looking for a fall here for third place. Had a nice half Nelson in, and, and Stanton tried a Granby roll and ended up flat on his back like like you should if you, if you try something like that with a half Nelson in. Yeah, Wells had gotten that lead back to 5-4, and now going to get a three near fall. Going to make it 8-4, to four, 10 seconds to go, and... There's going to be a win for Jaden Wells of Anselmo Myrna. He'll take third at 152 pounds. Our high school wrestling on the Vibe 98.9 is brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef. Order at cpbeef.com. It's what all the wrestlers eat at the end of the season. Shipped right to your doorstep. Lean, tender, and delicious Certified wow, Piedmontese and, and Beef. Pushki just tried to try to Chonsuri here and had, had Rockefeller on his back and Rockefeller tremendous hips gets out of it and gets right into a headlock and now he's a little close to picking up the fall here at the end of the second period and gets it so the win for Creighton Rockefeller there's another young man that had to set out a little football with an injury but has done a great job over there as a junior as a leader and he'll improve to 19 and 4 with the victory Cole Broker uh, rides out Adam Corbett here after the early takedown of the third period and Broker remains undefeated he's your 145 pound champion with a 9 to nothing victory and now at 152, Tanner Fromm of Plainview against Christian Wick of Amherst. Plainview Amherst. We've had a few been amazing a few, matchups yeah, over the years. Been a few good battles there between those two schools. Connor's going to ask you. I you know you're maybe not directly involved, but you're close enough. We've kind of had the same field for quite a while now here at Amherst, and I know there was some talk with Amherst going to see that there might be some changes, maybe some more C's coming in, maybe some D's looking elsewhere. Have you heard anything new? Yeah, no. I mean, this year Southern Valley and Gibbon are both new teams here. Um, we lost Fullerton and Donovan Trumbull, but Gibbon being Class C, and, and we brought them in. But, you know, I've, I've talked to Chase, and, and this is a really good tournament, um, you know, if, especially if you're a Class D team to come to. So I don't know. You know, and with 19 teams, it's kind of hard to bring more teams yeah. in, and especially this year. Uh, we were over 200 entries, so, you know, and we were about an hour and a half later than we've been starting the finals here. So, you know, I, I don't know if there's much more you can add. 
Man, we've had some really good action here in the first minute between Fromm and Wick, but there's been no scoring. Fromm now in on a single on the edge of the mat, trying to circle, bring him back in and get his two-point takedown. Wick's in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, Wick Wick needs to keep his feet square here. There you go. Got back to his base, but now they're back on the mat, and he's going to be taken down. Fromm did a really good job there at turning him back, wrestling on the edge to get that takedown. Couple of other third place matches, and now we will go to 160. Hunter Perks of Cambridge, Levi Druke of Neely Oakdale. We'll keep an eye on that. Trying to come out to a front headlock here, but an escape for Amherst and Christian Wick. I was talking to Coach Klingelhofer. He says this will be interesting. Wick's just one of those guys. Explain what Wick's got. Yeah, Christian's kind of like a cat. Um, he always lands on his feet for some weird reason, and and he's really athletic, can be really explosive. I mean, he played running back for us in football and, and was really tough on the field to tackle there, runs, runs really low to the ground, and, and it's kind of the same way in wrestling. You know, they, those two sports transition really well, and, and you know, if, if Wick wants to stay in this match, he definitely has the capable capabilities to do it. Doug, do the call on Pfeiffer with you here. It'll be a win for Fromm on the flip. He's going to defer. I'll tell you what, Wick has come right at him. He has not been playing defensive wrestler here, and it looks like Wick is going to choose bottom. First period over, 2-1 to one, Fromm of Plainview with the lead. Kennesaw's Hunter Fredrickson is trying to pin Will Stewart of Shelton. He's got him taken down, and he's got him in real trouble in the middle of the mat with a lot of time to go here in the second period. You know, and you were talking about Wick coming right at Fromm and not being scared, you know. That's that's just kind of the Amherst style and really the Plainview style and really the Neely Oakdale style. Those guys wrestle such tough schedules. They don't care who you are. They're just going to wrestle and do their thing. Got our first points of the match over here at the 160-pound final. With a takedown, Levi Druke of Neely Oakdale gets Perks taken down. Senior at 17-3, Levi ranks sixth. Perks unrated at 14-2. Yeah, and Fromm just picked up a nice two-on-one tilt and, and has two near fall looking for more here. Count going on. Wick trying to get off his back here. Still holding two. There it's warded. That extends it to four to one. And it looks like it's now over on mat number three. Hunter Fredrickson of Kennesaw able to pick up the pin in two minutes and 15 seconds over Will Stewart of Shelton. Fredrickson was one of the few to upset. He came in as the number one seed at 182 pounds and was not able to make it through. Yeah, and, you Got know, and, two to one in the semis. Yeah, runs into Cope Smith, who's from Amherst. He's a freshman, and you know, it's it's kind of odd to see a freshman as good as Cope at 182 pounds. A lot of times, you don't see freshmen going that well. And man, Fram has just gone to work here on top, and he's picking up more near fall. 30 seconds to go, trying to finish it off here over Christian Wick of Amherst. Wick low looks like he bellied back out. Yeah, but the officials holding three near fall to extend it to seven to one. So Fromm working great from on top. And remember, Wick did choose bottom and hasn't been, I wouldn't say close to getting out, but he's yeah. tried some rolls, oh, and now he's in trouble again on the edge of the mat. They're out of bounds. Two more near fall, though. Yeah, I mean, and if you wrestle plain, you, you got to keep your hands free because they're going to trap it, and they're going to tilt tilt you to death if you if you don't keep those hands free. You're going to hear some Neely Oakdale fans next to us rooting for Chase Thomas. That's their boy at 195. He's in the third place match. Yeah, and they got two guys going on here. They got Levi Druick at 160, wrestling in the finals, and and Chase Thomas wrestling down there for third. And he has now taken a six to nothing lead here. Druicky getting the job done. 
that Fromm's up 9-2 to two here and going to go on bottom to start the third period. So 152 and 160, we've got a couple of dominant matches going on right now, and boy, it didn't take very long there for Fromm to get to his feet, and he's up 10 to 2. 10 to 2 from a play view over Christian Wick of Amherst and Levi Drukey of Neely Oakdale, 6 to nothing with the lead over Perks of Cambridge. And we're down to 45 seconds to go in the second period, and Levi riding top. Nice little arm drag attempt there by Fromm, but Wick again coming right at him, even though he's down 10 to 2 and didn't get out there in that second period. He's still in the fight here. Wick working from his feet. Third place match. Chase Thomas of Neely Oakdale gets the takedown over Dawson Doggett of South Loop. Leads 2 to nothing, And Doggett's able to come to his feet here. Nice, Got it to 2 to 1. Nice little super duck here by Fromm. You know, the, the super duck, the move that former UNK wrestler and Lincoln East head coach Jeff Rutledge made, made famous. Rutledge into Lincoln East and the boys taking care of business at High Plains this weekend after beating Carney in a duel that we had on Thursday night. Again, our high school wrestling is brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. End of the second period at 160 pounds, and uh, Drukey of Neely Oakdale, a 6-0 lead over Perks of Cambridge. A restart with a minute to go here at 152 from a Plainview leading Wick of Amherst, 12-2. Yeah, and Fromm was just hit for stalling on top here, so he's got to continue to work even though he's got a 12-0 lead. And boy, does he continue to work as he gets the tilt. He might yeah, he's might be in a little bit of dangerous, danger if he here. he loses that arm, he will be. And now he just he rolls got, him through to his got, belly. And he's got three more near fall here coming, so he's going to have a 15-2 lead. One more quick tilt, and this thing's over. Just 25 seconds remaining in our 152-pound match. Tanner Fromm of Plainview about to go 25-0 and 0 as the top-ranked wrestler at 152, the state champion at 145, yep. and, and there he gets it. So they have the outstanding wrestler here at the Amherst Invite, and, and you know, it, it's, it's kind of going to be a battle of, of who wins that between Fromm and, and Nicholas Keene. And that is the 150th win of Tanner Fromm's career for Plainview. So congratulations to Tanner. And, yeah, we got five number ones here. Yeah. And what do you? Well, how do you pick between those? I know that we talked about 13 and 32 being maybe the toughest two classes. And I mean, Sebastian Saucedo won 113 pounds, and he's not the number one ranked wrestler. Right. So he beat the number two ranked wrestler in the top seed and, and the number five ranked wrestler in the semis. So it's going to be a tough one. That was about near disaster. <laughs> Uh, we've got Plainview to the left of us. we got Neely Oakdale to the right of us. We're stuck in the middle here at the Amherst Wrestling Invitational. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be back with more on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. 
Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith or Alex Heyer today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax. We've got you covered. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. All right, you can hear the Neely Oakdale fans. Aiden Cooster has Maddox Jones on his back at the edge of the mat here and in some trouble at our 170-pound final. Levi Drukey of Neely Oakdale completes an 8-0 win over Hunter Perks of Cambridge to win 160 pounds. Doug Duda along with Colin Pfeiffer and Boy, Cooster looks really, really good. Yeah, he uh, definitely definitely looks the part. And, and yeah, looking for the fall here on the edge. He's got to keep his knees inside the boundary line. We've also got our 182-pound final going on here. And it was Cope Smith of Amherst to get a takedown, only to see Roman Colbert of Gibbon get a reversal with 45 seconds to go here in the first period. Yeah, and at 220 pounds in the third and fourth place match, we just had a, a five-match limit. So we should might get three finals on the mats again. Yeah. Well, I, our last third place match is coming up here, so we're going to be hot fire here in, in just a little bit. If the whole day moved as fast as the final yeah. round. <laughs> but uh, glad to have so many uh, great sponsors with us here as we see the takedown by Aiden Cooster of Neely Oakdale. Jones was on his back for a long, long time but fought off the pin, and so it'll be 5 nothing. Kuster ranked number two somehow of Neely Oakdale behind Maddox Jones of a SEM who's ranked fifth and it will be Kuster to take bottom to begin the period and it looks like we're going to stay 2-2 over here between Colbert of Gibbon and Smith of Amherst as we go to the second period. Yeah Smith got the first takedown in that match and, and Colbert got a nice reversal right away and then and then a good ride out. You know, it, may, it makes you wonder, a kid coming, like Colbert, coming back off a of football injury, what his gas tank is like. You know, he, he's been in the practice room, but you can't simulate. In the practice room, you can simulate matches, but but not competing at that level for six minutes straight. And with the injury to the right knee, as you can tell out there, biking, running, I mean, right. you can keep your upper body going, but if you had a broken arm, you could be running and conditioning and, and heart rate and all that kind of stuff. It's a little bit different, and he fires right off here in the second period, and uh, Colbert takes the uh, two-point lead, 4-2. to two. And by the way, who could possibly be rated ahead of Aiden Cooster? It is Thayer Central's Gunnar Mumford, for those that are interested. Yeah, Mumford beat Cooster last year at the state tournament. Um, in the semifinals, so so that I mean that's why he's there right now. 
It's going to restart here. Cooser still on bottom. Comes to his feet a couple times. Jones breaks him down, but then loses him here. And Colbert, Colbert's looking for the fall here. He's going to get it, it oh, looks yeah. like. He has got Smith in trouble, yeah. and there is the pin right in the middle of the mat. So the first activity here for Robin Colbert ends up being an Amherst invite champion here. And Gibbon coming over uh, in their inaugural year is going to get a champion here today. Had a couple in the finals. Molina back at 126. Yeah, Gibbon's got a nice program, and, and we're glad to have him here in Amherst. Reversal, as we were just saying, from Cooster. He's now up 7 nothing over Maddox Jones of SEM with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, Cooster looking for the turn here. He got a one count, I think, is all he got. Right on the edge of the mat again. Jones tries to stand up, and Cooster brings him back rather harshly. We've got the heavyweight consolation match over on mat three. Andy Cash of Ansley Litchfield, Andrew Rivera of Clarkson Lee, 2-2 early in the second period. And the championship now at 220. Wyatt Anderson of Amherst, 17-5 junior against Tate Thornton, 17-5 junior of Anselmo Myrna. What are the odds of that? Both juniors, exact same record. And I say it every year, I, hard to believe that Amherst and Anselmo Myrna never see any, each other until they're here. Yeah, I mean, it's just difference in schedules, and, and they both wrestle a, a really tough schedule and just haven't crossed paths yet until this point. The Jones... North Platte boys leading Kearney Catholic on ESPN 54-32. The last update, Kearney Catholic won the girls game. Back over to Matt 3. Uh, Maddox Jones got reversed, or Matt 2. Maddox Jones got reversed by Cooster. Man, and we got a couple heavyweights down here on Matt 3 that are just rolling around, and, and Rivera's going to end up catching cash on his back here looking for the fall. And he gets it. So our final third-place match goes to a pin. Rivera and Cash, and Rivera of the Patriots of Clarkson Lee gets the second period pin to pick up his 16th win of the year. You're listening to the Amherst Wrestling Invite. Again, thanks to Nate Dietz and all the folks here who make this possible. Not only does Colin put the headset on, but they're very busy down there with track throughout the day. Yeah, and a couple hiccups today. Uh, We thought it was Internet issues that we were having and and come to find out after working on it for about 30 minutes that track had a nationwide outage for about 30 minutes this afternoon and so that made things a little interesting and Cooster looking for more near fall here. He was able to tip Jones. I thought he was going to bring him all the way through that time. He's got three more. It's 12 to nothing with 50 seconds to go. Cooster about ready to get another tilt but Still looking for that turn to try to end this match. and Jones is fighting. They've moved the heavyweights over to the open mat. So Drew Knetzer of Highline ranked eighth against Xander Albin of Plainview ranked fifth. This could be interesting. Yeah, and, and like I said, oh. Knetzer's a big athletic-looking dude, and and Kuster's got two more near fall here, I believe. At 220, Anderson of Amherst and Thornton of Anselmo Myrna went scoreless in the first period. So we're going to go to the second period here at 2.20. And it looks like Anderson chose bottom and is able to get the escape. So he leads it one to nothing early in the second. Yeah, good work there by Wyatt Anderson getting to his feet right away and getting that escape. And it will go the distance, but it will be Aiden Cooster of Neely Oakdale winning the 170-pound championship here by a score of 12 to nothing 
over Maddox Jones of SEM. Don't forget when we're done the New West postgame show, we'll talk with victorious team coach Chase Klingelhofer of Amherst. We'll recap any of the matches that you missed, give you all the medalists first through fourth. But we've still got some work to do, and over at the heavyweight match, we do have a takedown. Looks like Knitzer got the better of this one. Yep, Knitzer got a body lock there and, and almost got some near fall out of it, but Alvin did a nice job of, of getting to his belly, and now we're starting the 220-pound or 195-pound final match here between number one-ranked Sid Miller of Anselmo Myrna, and he suffered his first loss of the year at, at uh, Anselmo Myrna in their duel with Twin Loop the other night, and bumping up to 220 and wrestling Slate McKeel. A really good match, 3-1 final, and and like we said, him and, and him and Brody wrestled each other here last year in the finals, and Knitzer's looking for a fall over here. Yeah, he's got Alvin turned on the edge of the mat. He's got it locked up good with 30 yeah, seconds that, to go. That's tight. Needs to get his chest rotated up here on top. He's going to get the – he got his chest back up on there top. There it is. the fall. Drew Knitzer of Highline is your heavyweight champion in you know, a minute 40. Knitzer picked up some early losses this year, but – you know, that might have just been some rust that he was trying to knock off from missing part of the last two years, and and January is a good time to start peaking if you're going to do it. 17-2. and two. Albin will fall to 17-3. and three. As we said, Knitzer wasn't able to wrestle in districts the last two years, missed his entire freshman year, and then got hurt uh, last year at the South Loop Meet. We had no more scoring here at 220. Wyatt Anderson got the escape, and now Thornton, of Anselmo Myrna will take bottom in the third. Anderson leads it one to nothing. Yeah, and Miller just got a takedown here at the 195-pound final. Nice counter defense off of Bogard's shot and, and spins and gets a two. And now Bogard's got to go to work on bottom and, and try and get out here. And Anderson gets his legs in here and gets a power half, trying to rotate those hips on top. Should be picking up near fall here, it looks like. There, there's one there. Now the count's starting. Boy, and right off the whistle, too, Colin. We talk about your Amherst wrestlers being so tough on top. Right off the whistle, he had him in trouble. Yeah, and, you know, and, and Anderson went to the legs, and at 220, those kids don't see that very much, and, and Anderson might pick up the fall here, it looks like. There it yep. is. Oh, in for Amherst, and Wyatt Anderson going to get this pin in four minutes and 37 seconds, and we're down to two matches to go. We just finished up the first period at 195. Sid Miller of Anselmo Myrna, 2 to nothing over Brody Bogard of Amherst. Bogard will choose bottom here in the second period. And I guess that's it. That's all that's left. Our uh, heavyweights just finished up, as we said, with Drew Knitzer. So this is our final match. Yeah, Bogard does a nice job getting to his feet right away there to start the second period, but Miller does a really nice job with a mat return and almost put him in some trouble there. Bogard's got to continue to fight hands here and try to get to his feet. Miller, tough ride though. Has a wrist and, and blocking off at the thigh. Now Bogard's got some hands, gets to his feet. Tries a little cut back. And Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to catch a cradle on him there, Colin, but He's able to fight through it. And yeah, nice little cutback attempt there by Bogart, and, and really, again, a nice job of counter counter reaction by Miller there and almost catching that cradle and catching some near fall. Again, you're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney Amherst Riverdale on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com, just jam-packed with sports today, including on ESPN. 
And the Chiefs now rolling the Raiders 31-13 with six and a half to go. And after that, it'll be the Titans in Jacksonville on ESPN. A triple header tomorrow for you as well, which will end up with the Packers and Lions. Hopefully that has playoff implications. It depends on what, well, it does, but it depends on what Seattle does earlier in the day. Bogart still stuck on bottom here. They come off the matter restart. It's still 2 to nothing, though, Sid Miller. It's only 2 to nothing, Right. Yeah, and Bogart is doing a great job of getting to his feet, but, again, Miller does a really nice job of dropping down, tying up legs, and, and ending up in top. And, and I got to tell you, Doug, I, uh, we got the Amherst Little Kids Tournament here tomorrow, so we got to run about 300 kids through here in a hurry because go pack go, right? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers got a haircut. It's playoff time. Are you going to wrestle in here? Yes. That'll be the first time that you don't pick up the mats after yeah, the Yeah, we are not picking up tonight. And it, it is a beautiful feeling. There'll be a lot of people that are happy to get out of here earlier, get to church. Church or Stockman's one of the two. <laughs> That's what I call church here in Amherst. Bogart it's trying not- to get one here before the end of the period, but just, can, as you said, Colin, uh, Sid Miller just continues to either grabs an ankle and goes up to the leg or able to get kind of a, a double leg and hang on to it here, restart with five seconds to go in the second. Yeah, Sid's, Sid's doing a nice job, and, and eventually one of these times you would think it, Bogart hits a switch here. Ooh. He's going to he get yeah, one. Yeah, got, he got one. Woo. Off the whistle, Bogart. But he, he might have been lucky the time was out because that might not have ended well for Bogart. Then. Yeah, because Miller just rode him right back down yeah. and was flat on his back, but time had already expired. So now Miller will take bottom with a 2-1 lead here in the third. And... Again, Amherst wrestlers on top, but this might be a different yeah. situation, and yeah, yeah, Bogart doesn't hold him very long. Eight seconds in, Miller's out, it's 3-1. You know, and, and if, if I'm Bogart here, I might not have, have worked real hard to ride him on top. Miller's a tough kid to turn, and, and I, you know, being down 2-1, to one, you want to get going on your feet here and give yourself plenty of time to get the takedown, and Bogart gets in on a shot right there on the edge. I cannot root for your Green Bay Packers as a Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Dallas has still got a chance to win the NFC East tomorrow, too. The the NFL has given the Packers way too many calls against the Cowboys for me to root for you. (laughs) I'd love to see Detroit get in. has nothing to do with your Packers. I'd like to see Detroit. What a story that would be. Dan Campbell's done a really nice job there. Well, a shot by Bogart didn't work out, and Miller's going to get the takedown. He's going to take him to his back. Again, good defense, counter defense there by Miller. Gets a... Gets his legs back, gets the cradle, and looking for a fall here. He might be rotated too far over. He needs to get back and get his chest. Yeah, he's re. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, near fall for three. I think that was just a thing where he was trying to get his five count and knew he probably wasn't in position to pin him there. So he had to try to get his three and, and get back over and get readjusted and then try to take him back over. But 45 Bogart, seconds to go. Bogard's got some work here to do if he wants to get back in this match. And again, Oh, now Bogard's going to get out and get to his feet, but now you've got to go something big here. Yeah, it's home run time, 35 seconds to go, 8-2. to two. Sid Miller leading Bogard. Come back to the center. You know, you've got to pick up your action here if you're Brody. And, and nice double, head in between. But Miller again, just really good reaction. You don't see hips like this very often at 195. This is a rematch of last year's 195-pound final, which Miller won 12-4, and... Not as many points, but it's going to be close to that. It says 8-1. I thought it was 8-2. Yeah, there it yeah. is, 
Yeah, a little slow on the computer over there. They've been there too long. Yeah, I was going to say, by this time, that's okay. They yell at the poor towel girl when she misses one all day. Miller's still wrestling, though. Goes in on a single, tries to switch it to a double. But it looks like no points as yep. time will expire. And Sid Miller will repeat as the 195-pound champion here at Amherst by a score of 8-2. to two. And we end up with some pretty nice matches. And as we said in the pregame, Colin, we saw some performances today that will translate into districts and into yeah, state and Omaha. I mean, yeah, there's... There was definitely some really talented wrestlers here, and there's going to be a lot of these guys in the finals here. Get, they got, you know, there might even be guys that got third or fourth here today that might end up being in the finals in February in Omaha. And well, you talked about one of the classes we had a rated wrestler. What was sixth, eighth? Didn't even medal yeah, here today. Eight, yeah, eight ranked eighth. Angel Rodriguez from from Cambridge didn't get a didn't get a medal here today. I know. Uh, because I just want to ask your opinion. We'll probably ask Chase when he comes up. But uh, state duels and the way things are going this year and how they've changed that and uh, and not after anymore um, and missed a year there for COVID. Uh, where's Amherst setting and uh, what kind of a team do you think Amherst has for state duels? You know, I I think it's going to be tough. They, they've got an opportunity here to pick up some bonus points. You know, we're ac- actually uh, in two weeks. They're at the UNK Duel Tournament. They're in, and they're in the same pool as Augusta, Kansas, and Gretna, which is a Class A school, and and while Gretna, I, I would expect Amherst to actually beat Gretna, but um, actually again for the for the first time, and I think this will be the third time since maybe like 2013, 2014, you're going to get Amherst, Carney High dueling each other at Midwest Duels. So, you know, and, and I would expect Carney High is probably going to win that duel. Amherst dueled Lexington here on Thursday, and and didn't didn't do well on that duel, but then Amherst. The next week after Midwest Duels goes out to, to McCook where they see McCook and Scotts Bluff and North mm. Platte. So they've, they've got some duels coming up that are going to be really, really tough. I don't know. Me and Chase kind of talked about it yesterday when we were setting things up. You know, I kind of asked him, you know, what his thoughts were, where they thought that they would sit. And he goes, you know, we're going to have to wrestle well. I think we still got an opportunity. But right now I would guess they're probably on the outside looking in in Class C. Um, Fillmore Central is really tough, and Raymond Central is tough, and of course Broken Bow is is really, really, really tough in Class C. Coming down from B, um, I, I would I would say right now in Class C, Broken Bow is probably the favorite to win the state dual tournament and the state individual tournament right now here in January. Whoa, whoa, and that's without a dude on the team. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. take a break. We're gonna find out who the outstanding wrestler is because there's. No clear-cut favorite here this year. We're also going to recap your medal winners from the Amherst Invite. Stay with us. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle during this Wild West used car market? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles, each of them going through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Add to that a free Carfax report, along with a nationwide warranty that's backed by over 100 years of experience from the Big Blue Oval. Experience the difference right here at home and join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Adams County Bank meets your personal and business needs. Experienced Adams County Bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name. The Adams County Bank supports local organizations, making a difference in the lives of people living here. Decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities Adams County Bank serves. Large enough to serve your personal and business needs, yet small enough to know you. Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. The Clipper is happy to sponsor our local teams on the radio. Consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery, eClipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, and Cairo, and everywhere in between. We give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows, you might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we will keep you informed about our towns and our people. Welcome back to Amherst in the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer with you here as we're going to recap how everything planned out. And another fun thing about doing this for nearly a, a quarter of a century coming over here, Colin, back in the days when you were down there in a singlet. I mean, you, you look at we had Hall of Famers here today. We talked about Fast Eddie Aarons. Denny Dakey was here. I'll probably leave about five of them out. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Coach Boyer is here, and uh, great to see him rolling again. Uh, uh, the Klingelhofer family, uh, who has yep. been honored numerous times. I'm sure you can throw in a couple more that I missed. Yeah, you know, I, I love the Amherst invite. Of course, I, I love Amherst. I was, it's where I went to high school. I wrestled in this gym. Um, I wrestled for Coach Dave and, and Coach Herman. Um, you know, I, the Amherst invite has always been something special to me. Uh, you always get to see see people that come back just for this invite, and 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 you know, you didn't see it a lot this year, but the Amherst gym is a really tough place to beat an Amherst wrestler. Yeah, we didn't we didn't hear as many over the top roars sometimes where you. You, you get we heard some roars, but it wasn't an Amherst type of roar, right. you know, like they talk about a Masters Tiger or Jack Nicholas. There's an Amherst roar in this gym. Yeah. There was a couple, but uh, no ceiling tiles fell down here today. Nope, and you know this might be, maybe possibly depending on how the new construction goes, this might be the last Amherst invite in this gym. So there's a chance that we could be wrestling in a different gym next year. There's some things with construction that still have to happen to make that happen, but. There's a chance that uh, this might have been the last one in the, the 94 gym. I'm going to say, you guys have a pretty darn good gym to be moving into another one already. And we were talking about this during the holiday basketball tournament. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the results here. We're going to give you all the results of the New West Post game show in case you missed any of it. And we'll start at 106 pounds in the consolation match. Clayton Scoville of SEM wins by forfeit over Ramirez of Gibbon to take third. And then Aurora Junior Varsity tracks Trujillo. Uh, is able to win the uh, match here today over Micah Gerlach of Cambridge by a score of 10 to 5. And again, Tracks just kind of getting going here, uh, being a transfer, so he still has to hang in with JV matches. Yeah, and, and I, I guess I didn't ask Coach Dubas, you know, how long 
he does have to sit out. Maybe he has to sit out the entire year. But, you know, he kind of acted like maybe if if he was eligible that he would have been Aurora's starting 106-pounder. And, and the way things shook out in Grand Island this year, if he would have stayed in Grand Island, he might have been there starting 106-pounder. So definitely uh, proved that uh, he's a tough wrestler today here. And, and while he beat a freshman in the finals, I mean, it was a tough freshman, a solid freshman. So... 113 pounds, Tristan Olson. Uh, again, this was one of the two toughest weight classes. Tristan Olson, 20 and 2, takes third over Morgan Bunner of Clarkson Lee. 10 nothing major decision. And then uh, Sebastian Saucida, who has to be in consideration for the outstanding wrestler, a 10 4 win over Braxton Hammond of Southern Valley. And Braxton finally got some points there late in the third period, but Saucida really in control of that match at 113. Yeah, and I pointed out to you when they were on the podium that. That was first, third, and I believe fifth last year from the NSA state tournament. Uh, I think he, I think Olson was either fourth or fifth. I can't remember exactly right. Well, for you, You're gonna just win. for you, I'll let you know what happened at 106 pounds. Uh, Olson took fifth, fifth last yeah. year. So yeah. I thought it, I thought it was first, third, and fifth. Yep, Saucita third and. Hammond uh, was the champion, so there you go, first, third, and fifth. Other results here at 120 pounds. The third-place match goes to Mitchell Stritt of Southwest by pinning Bo Brennan of South Loop in 426. In the championship, East Malik of Amherst, a 6-4 decision over Parker Shuts of Highline. Uh, he was up 4 to nothing. Shuts came back to tie it at 4-4, and then a reversal. Uh, finally got the reversal. He was in position for about 45 seconds. Malik was to at least get an escape, and finally got a two-point reversal with three seconds to go to win at 6-4. Yeah, and a really good match between two outstanding freshmen having really good freshman campaigns and and kind of a, how I expected maybe that match would go and and yeah I mean a, a good win by Easton there 126 pounds third place Chase Hamilton of Southern Valley pins Chase Beitler of Highline in 420 in the championship Dirk Sayer of Cambridge now 18 and 1 a pin over David Molina of Gibbon in one minute at 132 Jarrett Wells of Anselmo Myrna the freshman a pin in 26 seconds over Trevor Schroeder of Amherst and in the championship the quickest pin of the championships here Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw 34 seconds over Jordan Mosel of Plainview a senior who's now 19 and 3 after that and of course again Keene the state runner-up last year at 132 pounds. 138 finishing here in the third place. It was Ian Hughes of Amherst picking up a pin in 210 over Keegan Payne of Neely Oakdale and Kyler Mosel of Plainview, your champion, now 24-0 after a pin of Jacob Corbett of Cambridge in three minutes and 25 seconds. At 145 pounds, third place to Tice Porter of Anselmo Myrna, now 23-2 after a 6-1 win over Kale Tobenheim of Amherst and Cole Broker of Southern Valley. Uh, just controlled the whole match in a 9 nothing win over Adam Corbett of Cambridge to go to 13-0. We'll take a break on the New West Post Game Show, recap more of the uh, medalists as we get to the upper weights and talk with victorious coach Chase Klingelhofer of Amherst. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a happy new year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2023. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Happy New Year from Aurora Cooperative. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local, shop Nebraska, shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. Doug Duda calling five for back on the New West Post Game Show. Continuing our recap of the Amherst invite, and in just a moment, they're going to be uh, introducing the outstanding overall wrestler at 152. Jaden Wells of Anselmo Myrna takes third over Ty Stanton of Cambridge, a pin in 4-10. And Tanner Fromm of Plainview, now 25-0 senior, a tech fall over Christian Wick as time expired, uh, 18-2 was the final score there at 152 pounds. At 160, Ben McGee of Amherst pins Caden Colfell of Anselmo Myrna to take third in 201, and Levi Drukey of Neely Oakdale, an 8 nothing win over Hunter Perks of Cambridge to take home the championship. Let's hear who wins. Well, Amherst 2023 tournament outstanding wrestler is Sebastian Salceda from Shelton. Yeah, we, that's kind of who we thought. Uh, Nick Keene was probably the most dominant. Sebastian Salceda won the toughest weight class, like you said, uh, beat a couple of state-rated wrestlers here today, avenged a loss from last year. And uh, Sebastian Salceda, he, like many of these guys uh, that were, one or two seeds came in here and looked like I'm not leaving without a gold. Yeah, he, he definitely looked like a man on a mission today and, and took care of business in the semis really easily and, and really controlled the whole match there in the finals. Let's take a look at some more results for you. 170 pounds, third place to Creighton Rockefeller of Gibbon. A pin in 253 over Dylan Pushki of Overton. Had a pretty good throw to take that third place match. And then the championship, Aiden Cooster of Neely Oakdale. He's 18-0 with a 12-0 major decision over Maddox Jones of SEM. And we talk about Keane being dominant. Cooster was dominant today, too. Yeah, Cooster yeah, looked about as dominant on the wrestling mat as he did on the football field this year. 
Nice little win today for Gibbon, a new team here. And Roman Colbert coming off the uh, injury uh, from football, getting his first uh, meet. So congratulations to Roman Colbert. He's able to pin Cope Smith of Amherst in 249. The consolation went to Hunter Fredrickson of Kennesaw. He pinned Will Stewart of Shelton in 215. At 195 pounds, third place goes to Chase Thomas of Neely Oakdale, a 5-3 decision over Dawson Doggett of South Loop. And in the championship, Sid Miller rolling along of Anselmo Myrna. Uh, he's got Brody Bogard's number. He's got a lot of people's numbers. Sid won it last year over Brody. He wins it again this year by a score of 8-2. to two. At 220 pounds, third place to Jacob Henry of Neely Oakdale uh, by the forfeit over Colby Noel of Southern Valley. And then Wyatt Anderson of Amherst is able to get the pin over Tate Thornton of Anselmo Myrna in 437. That was a one nothing match going into the third period. Yeah, a really good match, and Anderson gets on top there and, and gets his legs in and, and gets the fall. And, again, like I said during that match, you don't see 220-pounders throwing legs in very much. So when a kid gets that position, the guy on bottom kind of freaks out a little bit and doesn't really know how to defend it. And finally, 285, Andrew Rivera of Clarkson Lee takes third by a pin over Andy Cash of Ansley Litchfield in 236. And uh, Colin said it. I'm going to be with him here. Keep an eye on Drew Knitzer of Highline, which is Elwood Eustace Farnham, 17-2. He pins the number five ranked wrestler, Xander Albin of Plainview, in one minute and 40 seconds. And uh, again, injured the last two years, unable to wrestle in districts, got back for football this year. And man, uh, he he's not a fat 285. No. I'll say that word. Yeah. Some of them are that way, and uh, some of them uh, can lean on you and fall on you, and it's going to be one nothing, and it's, uh, you know, whoever wins in overtime. I don't think Drew's going to be in a lot of those. He's no, got I was, a good frame. We were talking, I was talking to Coach Jones earlier today, and we were kind of talking about him and how he's really athletic at 285 pounds. And just a mountain of a man, you know. You, you said it. He's, he's not a big roly-poly heavyweight like a lot of people are used to see. And, and, and I mean, he did what Coach Jones said he needs to do as a heavyweight. Hits a blast double, which you don't see a lot from nope. heavyweights. Because they a bla- can't. You're right. Hits a blast double, gets up into a body lock, and, and – then gets on top and just gets a turn and, and sticks sticks Albin there and, and, and picks up the tournament championship. And, I yeah, he's he's so athletic, he, you know, you got to keep an eye on him. That is a recap of today's medalists. We're going to look at the team scores and talk with Amherst coach Chase Klingelhofer as the new West postgame show continues from the Amherst Invite. Next. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So 
I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the final team scores, and then we will uh, talk with the head coach of the uh, Amherst Broncos. Here's how things uh, break down in the uh, team race today. 19 teams on hand, and it was... Arcadia Loop, well, we even had some Amherst JV, I guess, uh, 20 points. Arcadia Loop City, 22. Overton, 26. Aurora JVs, 29. Ansley Litchfield was 15th with 30. Southwest, 31. Shelton, 42.5. South Loop, 47. Kennesaw had 48. Clarkson Lee with uh, 57 uh, points here in the uh match and they finish in uh, 10th place. SEM is 9th with 60 points. Uh, then we had a tie for a seventh between Gibbon and Highline, each with 90 and a half points. Southern Valley was sixth with 103. Neely Oakdale was fifth with 107 and a half. In the number four spot, it was Plainview 128 and Summel Myrna third, 135. Cambridge takes second, 143 and a half. I believe the first time Cambridge has been in the top two here unless it was years before I got here. So congratulations to the Trojans and Amherst taking home the hardware with 199 points. And Coach Chase Klingelhofer with us here. And, uh, Coach, congratulations on another pretty good day for the Broncos. Thanks, Doug. Tell me a little bit, uh, just overview. Uh, I know you guys uh, were confident that uh, the team could bring home a team championship today, and this was more of a team effort. You didn't have seven champions. You didn't have nine finalists uh, just kind of tell me a little bit about uh, how you how you thought the day went compared to what you were thinking this morning um i think it went about about how i thought it would i um you know we put a handful into the finals um i knew like for brody bogard for example i knew miller would be a handful um you know easton malik he did really well in a tough bracket um some of our younger guys like Cope Smith up heavy, he did really well. Uh, Wyatt Anderson getting first. Um, Christian Wick, Ian Hughes, you know, they got those undefeated Plainview kids in their in their weight class. I knew that'd be tough. But, you know, really proud of proud of all of them. I think we had 20 entered and um, thought everybody is starting to wrestle real well while here. That's just amazing. We had 20 entered. That's just a, a great day of competition. Good thing you got a lot of coaches. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You got some new ones on the staff as well. Uh, the little kids are going to have a meet here tomorrow. They're they're here doing some practice and getting ready uh, for tomorrow. So it looks like the future is still really good. Uh, and again, we can pick and choose all these guys out here. But let's start with Wyatt. I mean, that's a one nothing match going into the third period, and Amherst on top, pretty darn good. Uh, uh, maybe Brody was the only one we were kind of hoping in the third period might do something with Sid, but Sid's just so good. Talk about what Wyatt, though, did there in the third period against Thornton to, to put it away. You know, to be real honest, I wasn't on his mat. I was on Brody's. Um, but I do know that 
White's uh, real, real good on top with the wing. He's physical. Um, I think that's how he turned him. I just, I just guessed because I figured that's probably what it was. It wasn't a wing. Okay, well, whatever it was, Call it worked. Tell us. <laughs> um, no, but you know, Wyatt. Even just not tonight, but going back to Thursday night, we do a Lexington, and he bumped up to heavyweight and just wrestled a, a monster of a kid. And he's just an aggressive kid. Um, you know, he knows what he has to do to win. Tell me a little bit about Cope Smith. Cope is really growing up quickly here. Um, 182-pound freshman. He has taken several top-rated kids to the last seconds of the match. Um, you know, today he had a, a really good quarterfinal match. Um, I think it was four to two, three to one, something like that. But no, he he works really hard. You can tell that he puts the time in in the off season. He spent a lot of time in the weight room, and uh, excited for him here in this last month. Again, we were talking about. Maybe there's a little more chasm between all these number one wrestlers and who they were here facing. But Christian Wick, uh, I've told, is one of those funky kids that could beat anybody. Just didn't, Tyler Fromm was too good for him. I mean, he's a defending champion. He's ranked number one. But we kept waiting for Wick maybe to hit something. And the thing that impressed me is right off the first whistle, he was right after it. He wasn't waiting for a counter. He didn't have his big eyes against number one. Christian Wick was ready to go, even though he got beat in the match pretty soundly he he was ready to go in that first period yeah he's really uh, improved on his feet i i do believe he can he can take anybody down um at any given moment he's he's fast and he's got a really good finish um bottom is somewhere we've been working on with him you know he gave up a, quite a few tilts there against against fram but he's also very good um so a lot of respect to them and then easton malik for about 40 seconds there he had a four nothing lead it's tied about 40 seconds at first it looked like like colin said maybe a freshman mistake get the one and then go to work but he continued the move and he didn't get that point until about three seconds left yeah and those two um those that's going to be a really difficult match for easton as long as they stay the same weight for the rest of his life i they have wrestled a lot already in the past, and that's just one of those matches that's going to keep getting closer and closer each time. A lot of junior high stuff. Okay, what's next? Uh, how do you feel about where your team is? All those kind of questions as we're a month away from uh, starting to look at possible state duels, at least districts, and, and then getting to Omaha. What, what do we got still coming up? State duels is going to be tough to qualify for. We got um, we still got Midwest duels. Well, next week we go to Cross County, and then we go to Midwest duels after that, and then we go to McCook duels where we're going to see North Platte and Ray Colorado and Scott's Bluff. and um, So, obviously, we're going to have to wrestle really well to qualify for state duels. Um, you know, past that into, into Omaha, we're back out in Mitchell for the C4, and that's a, that's a tough district again, like everybody knows, and we'll see how we peak. we got to work on that location of that C4 <laughs> district, but uh, uh, we'll let you get back to it, Chase. We'll see you here shortly, and congratulations. Great to see you, man. Yep, thanks, Doug. Chase Klingelhofer, head coach of your Amherst Broncos. They win it today by some uh, 55 and a half points over Cambridge, 199 to 143 and a half, and uh, as we wrap it up, uh, Sebastian Saucita of Shelton was the individual champion. Trax Trujillo of Aurora, Easton Malik and Wyatt Anderson of Amherst. We had Nick Keene of Kennesaw, Cole Broker, Southern Valley, uh, the Cambridge boys, and the, and the uh, Drew Knitzer of Highline, and then uh, and Selma Myrna, as we said, Sid Miller. So uh, a lot of good ones. It wasn't all Plainview, o- Neely, Oakdale, and Amherst, as sometimes it ends up being in the finals. Yeah, and, and I'll go on record. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my 
word on the line right now. I, I think in Omaha in February, we will see at least five state champions that came from the Amherst invite today. Could be as many as seven, I believe. Yeah, there's some good ones. I mean, especially when you looked at currently five kids ranked number one, and all the number ones won here today, number two in Cooster, number uh, uh, three in Saucita, and two in Hammond. you got to like their chances. One of them's maybe going to be in the parade. Maybe Hammond, because he pulled the upset last year, might not be viewed as strong as others, but he's going to be right there, and we still got another month to get ready. Yeah, you know, and with the way the state tournament draws, you never know. I can't remember exactly which district Shelton's in, but Southern Valley hosts. And Shelton might be in that district, so they might be coming out of the same district. I can't exactly remember. I have it right here. I didn't pull that one up for you right away, so I'll let you double-check it. And uh, remind folks that we've got a lot more sports coming up. Uh, Our next wrestling action, two weeks away as usual. The Lou Platt Conference meet this year is in Gibbon, so we're looking forward uh, to that. And uh, we'll be bringing that to you uh, two weeks from today from Gibbon. We'll also be uh, back into districts. We'll be into the state meet as always. Uh, let you know what we'll be able to do. The state duels falls during the Fort Kearney and Lou Platt Conference basketball championship days. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out. I know that uh, Kearney's got a home duel with North Platte. We saw them against, that's Thursday. We saw them against Lincoln East. High school basketball, Ravenna Minden. That ought to be a dandy Tuesday here on the Vibe. Once again with the Malsby brothers and their state rated girls teams starting it off. Uh, at 6 o'clock, and Amherst and Pleasanton play basketball on Friday night. So, you know, uh, lock things down. It's going to be a good week. Yeah, January is always a busy month, and and everybody's trying to get as many games in and matches as they can preparing for postseason. So it's a busy time of year, and, and we all get our miles on the road this time of year. Did you find that district that you wanted? Yeah, so Sauceda, who's ranked third, who beat number two Hammond, and also, number five, Olsen, who are all three here today, are all coming out of the same district. Mm. So, with those two being two and three, they very well could end up on opposite sides, be on the same side. One of them is going to be on the same side as number one, Creel Weber, who was the 113-pound champion last year. But when thing, when you get to Omaha, in my opinion, everybody's zero and zero. And, you know, it, anything can happen. As you've seen last year, nobody probably thought that Braxton Hammond was going to win that weight, and he did. We've got more wrestling coverage. I give credit to my buddy Mikey Carnes uh, that started it so long ago, but now it's kind of it's changed over. Ross Halford did it; has been doing it for a long time. You, Drew Castler, your cast of characters have, uh, up there on Any Wrestle. Give a little plug before we get out of here. Yeah, so uh, AnyWrestle.com, uh, Rockfin.com. You can find rankings there. Yeah, I do have to pay a subscription, and and. You know, you can find anything you need there, rankings. And actually, there's doing some live broadcast um, that you can see coming up here through the next month of January. I think a subscription is $14.99 for a month. Uh, get the last two months. And then, you know, during the state wrestling tournament, they always do a lot of free coverage and, and things like that promoting the state wrestling tournament. So, yeah, I, I am definitely involved in any wrestle a little bit, um, helping those guys not as much as I would like to uh, just because I do a lot of high school officiating. So I have to kind of – you know, keep those two things separate and, and Drew, but Drew and Cody Manquist do a really good job of, of carrying the load there and, and yeah, go follow those boys because they put in a ton of work and take a ton of time away from their family um, to promote the high school wrestling sport and the real high school wrestling coverage is, is way better in the state of Nebraska than it ever has been right now. So, 
So definitely go follow the guys at Any Russell. They do a really good job. A great sport of wrestling, and that's going to wrap things up here. We want to thank our many fine sponsors, including Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your Impact Ag Partners. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service delivering success. Our friends at Currency, certified Piedmontese beef. Lorraine Chiropractic and Wellness, and B&B Carpet. Don't forget to nominate your top boy and girl from your school, neighboring school, whoever you think is worthy of being the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Our new ones are Carson Kudlicek of Hastings St. Cecilia, who uh, am her son football, and Sydney Davis from Centura. For Colin Pfeiffer, again, thanks, man, for all you do. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I love talking wrestling, and anytime you give me the opportunity, I'm probably going to come on here and talk way more than I should, and and but any any time you ask me i'm more than willing to do it so i appreciate you asking and appreciate all the coverage you do not only for the sport of wrestling but high school sports in general across the covering covered area here i'll give you and Derry trampy a headset i just set back that's what it is thanks colin yeah thanks doug you've been listening to the new west sports medicine orthopedic surgery post game show no matter the activity new west is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today nfl football Coming up on ESPN Tri-Cities, Jacksonville and Tennessee. We'll see you between Minden and Ravenna for High School Hoops Tuesday. Good night. At Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platte Valley Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Latinaliato, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as the leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this 98.9 The Vibe High School Sports Presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, go to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to 98.9 The Vibe.